0: Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The (sighs) Boar's Nest. in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to seven, eight, five, eight, three, three. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, seven, eight, five, eight, three, three. Hey guys, uh, Bobby here. And I wanted to share an episode of the Bobby cast that you might've missed. Now it's Gabby Barrett. You probably saw on the header there. She finished third on the first season of American Idol on ABC, which was the first season that I was working on the show too. So I got to know her pretty well on that show. And she wasn't even living in town as in Nashville yet when we recorded this. So she stopped by pretty fresh off the show, going back between Nashville and Pittsburgh. And you'll hear me lecturing her that she needs to move to town, which, by the way, since then she has. Um, and now she has a top 20 song. So I wanted to bring this back. She's really like made a, a nice career move, starting to be a real factor in Nashville. And I wanted to share this episode with you in case you missed it. Also, I don't know when you're listening to this, but season three of American Idol on ABC premieres Sunday at 8, 7 Central. Here's episode 160 as we go back. I thought this was a cool one to bring back up. Here is Gabby Barrett on the Bobbycast. See? Episode 160 here with Gabby Barrett. Right before we went on, you can ask the question, and Go ahead.
1: I said, What is the purpose of having headphones if you just, in, in talking into a mic, if you take off your headphones, you could hear the same thing?
0: True. Now you hear that. I get it. There's music. There'll also be music that's accompanying <laughs> our conversation. Okay. Sound effects. Yeah. Got it, it. For example, if I were to play I Hope, you, uh-huh. if you didn't have headphones on, you wouldn't hear it. But we could get... Oh, okay. See?
1: Got it. They're useful. Okay. I get it. Well,
0: you don't want to mess your hair up?
1: Yeah, it's going to flatten the top of my hair, but it's okay.
0: Well, it's really rainy, too. Is that <laughs> a thing for you?
1: Yes, of course. I. You should have seen me running. To
0: get in here. And what? My house? Yes. This, this is the first time you've been here, huh? Mm-hmm. So we met on American Idol. Yes. They brought me into uh, do the top 24, to mention the top 24, and they brought me back again later on when it was you, Caleb, and Maddie yeah. at the end. So you made it to the top top three of last season. You made it to the final show. Yes, I which, did. Yeah, congratulations on that.
1: Thank you. But I
0: guess we had spent a little time together because I was doing a show in Pittsburgh, a stand-up show, mm-hmm. and you and your family came to the show. And this is while Idol was still going, and I really couldn't even say you were there yeah because it was still secret and they wouldn't even let you get up and sing because we were going to do a song remember that I
1: no i was so bummed about that too but yeah i didn't come to that show and you put on a great show so. um pretty funny guy yeah. <laughs> but uh,
0: <laughs> is that what is that how you laugh when i tell a joke yeah <laughs> i'm so curious about what happens and i want to guess work backwards, right like yeah. today for example
1: mm-hmm.
0: um today what did you do in town today
1: Today, I went to, I had phone call meetings, and I had um, a record label meeting.
0: Okay, without saying the name of the record label. Yes. You went to a record label and did what?
1: Um, I sang some songs you for You did? Them. Yes, I did.
0: So, describe what that's like, because here you are, you're a new artist. hmm Do you live here yet? No. Are you moving here?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's not a bad thing that I don't live here because if I fly down here for two weeks but then fly back to living somewhere for free, um, I'll take that <laughs> as of right now.
0: If you don't live here, you'll never make it here. You don't think? To start. No. If you make it big, you can move mm-hmm. out. You can go. Justin Moore does it. Mm-hmm. He lives in Arkansas, but he was here. Yeah. Zach Brown is probably the biggest example. Mm-hmm. But again, he's Zach Brown. So not that you're not Gabby Barrett, but you're just Gabby Barrett right now. My advice to you, I'm still mm-hmm. mentoring you. You ready? ready? Yeah. I know you're 18, mm-hmm. but you got to move here. You have to Because you have to be with everybody all the time. You have to be writing all the time. Like every day, every night. You have to be writing. But
1: how do you pay your bills in your house? Exactly.
0: You go and you work at Tootsies. You wait tables. There's, it, there's no shame. You can't have shame anymore. It's how bad do you want it? Because if you're not here, there are going to be so many opportunities pass you by. Someone's going to go, we need someone tomorrow night. And you're going to be in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, and I'll fly down that night. Not, it, I'm yes, Bobby, you. nope, that's what's going to happen. I'm telling you, I've already done it before.
0: You haven't done it.
1: I have. I have took, I've it. taken many red eyes down here before.
0: Well, red eyes, not the same. I'm just telling you, it's not going to work okay. until you come down here and, and work. All right. And then it's going to take a while. It's okay. going to take a couple years. Okay. Do you believe that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do. I'm trying to get in the door. Early, as early as I can, but,
0: Cause yeah. Because you're, you're good, there's no doubt about it. Thanks. It's it's crazy to come to a place like Nashville where everybody's so good.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a lot of talent.
0: And, and you need to be around them all the time, because they'll make you better, and you'll make them better. Yeah. And you'll write songs all the time, and you'll have, let's, t- uh, like, you ever been to camp? Like, church camp, or regular camp, or... Summer camp. I don't know what people go to. You ever been to anything like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know how you go in with your little group and those are like the people and you're like, oh, that's my class. I'm all my, I'm all my folks. Right. Or like high school even. Did you graduate high school? Yeah. Okay. I went to high school. Like everybody you went to high school with. When you graduate, like that's your class. You mm-hmm. make those in Nashville. And then as everybody rises, they kind of pull each other up or they, right. you know, they help them. Anyway, my point is you have to move here. We'll see. Okay. We'll okay. see. Are you? We'll make like it in the are, are they telling you you have to move here?
1: Um, I actually talked to Luke Bryan about it, and he said, he's the one who actually said to me, he said, if you're coming down every two weeks and then going back for two weeks, he was like, you're doing all right. And so that's what I listened to.
0: Mm, don't that's listen you... to Luke. Luke makes $60 million a year. He's completely out of reality. <laughs> uh, okay. Luke moved here. Okay, he had fair to, enough. Luke had to move here to make it. Yeah. So anyway, I, I don't want to harp on that. I actually have quite general questions okay. about what happened today. So tell me about today. You go, and uh, you you're, they say, hey, come play. Is, there, is something like your leather rubbing What's that noise?
1: Leather squeaking. It might—it's squeaking against the cord, I think, okay. of the headphones <laughs> that make the noises.
0: So you go and you, hold it. you go to a, a record label room. Who's in that room?
1: Um, it's me, my manager, and three other people.
0: That's it. Yes. And they say what to you?
1: Or I'm sorry, am my guitar player.
0: Okay. And they say what? Do what?
1: Um, we just started talking about what's been going on after Idol, um, and before Idol, and um. We played some of the songs that I have, some of the songs I have in preparation to release, um, as well as I hope. And then I did some songs live so they could hear what I sound like live.
0: And how many songs do you play them?
1: How many songs did I do? Mm-hmm. Three.
0: And is it awkward when there are only three people watching and they're like judging everything that you're doing? Or are you kind of just getting your own space?
1: It's definitely a challenge for sure because it's like when you have three people, I felt like I was back on the executive rounds on American Idol whenever the producers were in the room Yeah. and you know, there was only 10 people cause it's all eyes are on you and it's more concentrated it's a smaller group than a big crowd. It's easier to do that. So it is, but, um, I think it went well. So
0: were you watching their faces as you were playing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, to see if they liked the song or not. And what
0: were they giving you? They liked it. Yeah.
1: They liked it. Yeah. It's like, it's a little bit of like everything, so they were liking it, at least I hope so.
0: And what do they say when you leave the room? Is it, hey, that was great, like generic, generic, and then they go and tell you really later how they feel, or, or did they give you any sort of direction?
1: Normally you can tell, because um, I have met with a few record labels before, and normally you can tell if they are like feeling it or not, um, and their reaction seemed pretty genuine. He was like, like basically, I'm I'm really thinking about being on board here oh yeah so So. what do you have
0: to do next
1: um i just told them i would continue to send them songs and content and stuff and if they need anything from me that i'll send
0: it and then you went from over there to over here yes that's pretty cool it's a pretty cool day you get to go play in front of big record people
1: it's a good day
0: so tell me about let's go back to idol let's kind of rewind a bit okay so you auditioned where what city
1: i auditioned in nashville tennessee right here (laughs) yeah
0: why'd you fly down here to do it
1: Um, because when the producers had contacted me to audition for the show, they said you could choose from three places and I was like, yeah, Nashville is definitely the place.
0: How do they find you to tell you to do the show?
1: Um, they have producers that reach out, uh, or look on the internet for, through YouTube and through hashtags on Instagram and things like that. And I would always put hashtag American Idol on stuff and they reached out from seeing videos on the internet.
0: And the first time a producer reaches out, are you going, come on, you messing with me?
1: Almost, yeah. Because, well, when you get an email, like, a producer wants to Skype with you, you're like, is this spam? <laughs> or is it real? So, like, you you don't want to, like, set yourself up so you're like, okay, if this is real, whatever. And then when you see them come up on the thing and they're like, okay, we'll call you back, you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, it's real. So, it was really cool.
0: So, what does the producer say to you when you get on Skype? They're like, hi, I'm Gabby. Hi, I'm producer.
1: I think they're like, saying your name and your age. And then, what are you going to sing for us? And you tell them what you're going to sing. You sing, and then they're like... You sing on Skype. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did have to sing on Skype. And he was like, what are you doing these days? Um, and I was like, yes! Because I, I had a feeling he was going to say... If he said that, then that means he likes what he's hearing. So,
0: Do you know who it was?
1: Um, his name's Peter. Yes.
0: So you sing in front of Peter. Peter says, come to Nashville. Yeah. Do they buy your plane ticket? Or do you just get like a kind of cut pass?
1: Did they buy my plane ticket? I can't even... I can't remember that. I don't know if I bet, because I don't, I don't deal with any. I didn't deal with you, any of that at the time. You're, at that time, you were
0: 16, 17. Oh, <laughs> 17, yeah. yeah. So you fly down. Yeah. Do you cut the line at all, since they've already seen you?
1: I was, like, the first one there. Um, I remember I got to, it was at the, um, I'm forgetting the name of the country. Bridgestone? The country music call.
0: The the, the Hall of Fame? Yeah. The it country. was there. Okay. It was there,
1: and I was downstairs in the lobby at 645. And I remember um, I was, like, the first one there. And then they all took us upstairs, and then. One by one, did the audition.
0: And how'd it go for you? Did you feel like you knocked it out?
1: Um, you know, you know I mean, it didn't go the way that I thought it was going to, no. Um, What? what
0: did you expect, first of all? You expected to walk in and what?
1: Um, well, I walked in and sang a country song because that is mainly what I love to do, um, as my main genre. And they were kind of confused by it um, because I did originally start in a gospel choir. R&B was originally my roots. Um, And so they weren't very fond of the country at first. And then, so I actually got through with a gospel song, a gospel What would you sing? His Eyes on the Sparrow.
0: And then they said, okay, but you're a country artist.
1: Well, I actually sang um, Carrie Underwood, uh, Good Girls and Church Bells. You sang three songs? Yeah, I had to sing to those two songs, and they were like, do you have anything that's not Carrie? And I was like, um, I have Gretchen Wilson, Redneck Woman, and he was like, don't sing that. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then we were only supposed to have three songs prepared. So whatever they asked me to do, it was on the, like, on the spot, on the fly from there. And then they asked me to do a church song, and I was like, okay, that's the first one I'm going to do. Because that was the, my main song when I was in the church singing when I was nine.
0: So then you go back home. Yeah. And they say, uh you get the golden ticket or whatever that go to Hollywood, mm-hmm. right, so that's going to be what a few weeks, a month before
1: that was like a couple months it, it was in October, and then Hollywood week was in January so you had to so. wait that
0: long, just excited mm-hmm. the whole time, yeah, like every day they're going, I can't wait I can't Prepping. wait, I can't wait.
1: yeah, I was coming up with like a blueprint in my head if I'm to pass this, what am I going to do next, the next and next, instead of coming up with it while I'm there
0: I went, I, so I did Hollywood week this year, I started at the beginning of the season. That's and
1: right,
0: yeah. I um that Hollywood week kind of a grind.
1: Oh yeah. That's the, the toughest
0: o- week. The overnight, the yep. having to get in the groups. Yep. Even I was feeling bad for the kids. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's you know it's, you just watch on TV, it looks fun. And it was still right. Almost, it still was fun, but these kids were getting in groups and exactly. fighting with each other <laughs> yeah. and they were all sleep deprived. No,
1: it's a difficult week. I remember going through that week and I was like, Well shoot, like this is hard. I mean but but it was fun, too, because I'm a person that likes to challenge myself on literally everything. So if something's a challenge to me, I'm like, let's go. Let's go. Um, and so that week, is to it separates the weak from the strong, honestly, who cracks and who doesn't, and who's ready to go on with the competition. Because the competition is not easy. It's not easy at all. So um, whoever can outlast the longest.
0: So you do the group. Then you, it's solo in group, and group. Mm-hmm. You move on to the top 24. And then that's where I came in. And I guess I met you for the first time.
1: Yeah. I remember what... Uh, I don't... I'm trying to think if I can remember what you were wearing. I remember what I wore.
0: I don't remember what I was wearing. Yeah. They just give me clothes. I mean, I have someone that picks out my clothes and then I just put them on. There and, you go. Okay. Now, those producers pepper you with so many questions all the time now. Yeah. Like, they just... And they brought me in to not be a producer, right? To be a human, right? That so you you guys could actually talk to, and right? I could, and I could be like, "Well, I'm a human too. Let me, I understand this, I'm right? Just, but man, I will those producers, and they're all and they're all black. They yeah. get behind the camera, and they just like throw a thousand questions at you guys all the time.
1: Yeah, they do. They they always. I mean, just to get every single possible answer, I guess, out of us that yeah. they can, because sometimes it's hard to get answers out when you're excited about something.
0: What was your storyline?
1: storyline on american idol yeah like
0: what were they they highlighting about you because everybody kind of has a story right yeah your dad was was yes. there a lot because mm-hmm. you, un- you were underage yeah. yeah minor as they call them yeah and so your family was there yeah
1: that was my main story um i'm just extremely close with my dad one of eight um i was always a daddy's girl growing up and so he you know even before american idol when i start when i started singing at nine in the choir and then 11 i did my first show all the way up to 17 and, and at 17 years old before idol i did 136 shows that year alone so doing i what? mean
0: Singing
1: doing shows in the gospel choir
0: or just playing yourself
1: no myself yeah so like i was with the gospel choir from 9 to 11 and then 11 i left the gospel choir and started doing shows doing the anthem for the pirates Steelers, just different stuff all the way up so it was like a grind for six years
0: so you sing the anthem for the pirates is <laughs> pretty cool
1: yeah, the Pirates, the Steelers. I guess the
0: Steelers would be a bigger thing. Cause it's more concentrated in one game. Yeah. Nerve-wracking to sing the anthem, and it, it was a Heinz Field. Um.
1: It, yeah, it was Heinz Field. No, because it was a bigger crowd. Because it's like bigger, you can't see like eyes on you. I just I got more of a adrenaline rush from that, and rather than nerves. You ever mess up? Um. In general.
0: No, singing the anthem.
1: No, thankfully not yet. <laughs> Hopefully not. At all, but um, I actually have to sing the anthem coming up soon in March, sometime for a basketball game. So.
0: How old were you the first time you sang it on a big stage?
1: Um, the first time I sang ever on a big no, stage.
0: the national anthem. Twelve. Yeah, and twelve it was, for the pirates. Really? Mm-hmm. Were you freaked out at all?
1: You know what? It, you know what freaked me out a little bit wasn't the people. It was the delay of the oh, mic yeah. in the stadium. Because
0: you, you'll do this? Yep. And then this comes over the top of you, like a second a later. A whole
1: second. Yeah. And me being 12 years old, I just started, never experienced that before. I was like, what the heck? Um, but I still, like, managed to get through it. Um, but that was difficult because some stadiums give you ears that you can turn up a pack and you don't hear that. They didn't. So I was like, well, oh, I got to deal with this.
0: If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com.
1: T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tacovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. all right what are you drinking over there what is that
1: starbucks
0: well yeah i know it's a strawberry
1: acai refresher
0: (laughs) is that your drink
1: Mm Mm-hmm. i don't drink coffee i don't like coffee
0: i'm not a coffee when i was doing dance with the stars i drank coffee a little bit because it was yeah is all they had. Right. And I was exhausted all the time, but uh-huh. it was never good. Yeah. just bitter.
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan of that.
0: But that... I started drinking too much sugar with that. But you're 18. Who cares, right?
1: <laughs> My metabolism is very fast. still.
0: <laughs> I was in Chicago, I think, and you were uh, opening up for Chris Lane when yeah. I was turning for Dance with Stars. Were you yeah. playing at Joe's? Uh, yeah, How, I did. How was that going? Um, that really fine? good.
1: Chris Lane's tour was absolutely amazing. He's amazing, though. I mean, like, he... I can't I can't say thank you to him enough because he brought me onto the tour with him and was so unbelievably nice and still is like to this day. We're friends now and it's it's just really cool to see somebody help you up and pick you up without looking for something in return because it's very hard to find in this, especially in this music industry, to find somebody that wants to help you without asking for something in return. And he is one of those people. And I know that. Um, you know, I'll be friends with him for a long time. So, he's great. And it went good.
0: He told you to move to Nashville? It's the only way to make it?
1: He did not. (laughs) He did it.
0: All right. So, you go and idle. they're all whittling down. One goes down. One goes home. One goes home. One goes home. Yep. It's about the top five or so. Did you feel like you were the favorite?
1: The favorite?
0: Because I felt like you were the favorite. I felt like, not the favorite of the people, but I felt like you had the best shot to win. And about the top five, I was like, I think Abby's got the best shot to win the show. Thank you. Did you feel that way?
1: Um I was confident I wanted to win. That's for sure. I I I knew since I got to that spot I was like, "All right, I'm going to hit it even harder." Like each time, especially as the numbers were dwindling down. So, um I I was just really grateful, very thankful, and every time the cuts came, I was just I I had to be accepting if I were to get eliminated because I was just very thankful to have made it that far already.
0: You get to the final. Yeah. Final show. There's three of you left. Yeah. Going into that show, did you feel like, all right, I can, I can do this. I'm going to win this thing. Were you feeling confident?
1: Um, yes. With the performances, yes. But I can tell you right now, whenever me, Maddie, and Caleb were standing there and Ryan Seacrest said, um, "Dim the lights," the second they said, or he said, Caleb's name, I knew for a fact I was not getting through. Because them saying, Caleb, I knew. Something told me that Maddie was getting through. And when they said Caleb, I freaking knew it. I was like, no way I'm getting through. No way I'm getting through. That's why, I mean, it was so, I was. I accepted the fact before they even said her name. Because I just knew. Something in your gut tells you. so. But I was okay with everything.
0: What happens after Idol is over? The next day, Idol's over. What do you do?
1: The next day, Idol's over. Um, we had to do a bunch of press and interviews on... The just the whole competition in general, and how we took everything
0: does it suck to lose and have to go be interviewed? are um, were you more so happy that, of the experience like really no. the next day?
1: yeah, I was happy, of course, you're sad that you lost because when you set yourself up for something for so long, I mean this was months upon months um that you worked and you were so busy every single second, so focused on something, so of course, it sucks that you lose because everybody you know wants that winning spot. Um, but I accept, again, I accepted the fact that it's okay, and that was all a part of the plan for me. So, um, and I'm really glad that Caleb and Maddie, you know, got first and second place. They absolutely deserve it. They're amazing, amazing singers, amazing people. So, you know, and especially as the numbers dwindle down, as you said, um, you get really close to people, and it's not even almost a competition anymore. It's you're happy to see if somebody succeeds.
0: Whatever, I wouldn't be. I, I was. I, listen, there were four of us I left Dance with the Stars, and I was like, I better win this freaking thing. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think I was going to, but I didn't give a crap. Were
1: you close with any of the other.
0: <laughs> yeah, I liked everybody, but when it's time to compete. When it's time to compete, it's, well, I liked Milo and I um, were so, as close as we could be, because Milo's your age. Okay. Um, but he was really good. Yeah. Um, Ivana from Harry Potter, we, her and I got closer to the end, but Alexis Ren and I weren't that close. Okay. Um, so, but really, who cares? Who, I was competing. Who gives a crap about the other people? Like,
1: I don't, well, all week long, we were cool.
0: And Milo and I were super cool. But, and, but then when it's game time, one, I don't want to lose, and if I lose, I'm going to want to eat my kidney. I'll be so... <laughs> So, but um, yeah, good for you. You're more mature than I am, apparently. Oh no! <laughs> well, thank you. I'm, just, I'm being honest. I hate losing. Oof, I have a problem with losing. Um, inferiority complex. Don't worry. One day, one day you'll have to go to the and it, It'll all come out. <laughs> Therapy. Yeah, yeah, it'll all come out. You're still young. Okay. Wait for it to all manifest. Okay. Anyway, just come back. To the <laughs> okay. So you go home. When do you go home? How many days after Idol's over?
1: Um, Idol ended the 21st of May. Uh, that was when the finale was. 22nd, we did all the press. The next day after that, we went back.
0: So what's it like when you go home?
1: It's weird. I mean, it's so weird because you're so used, again, being in this, like this different world literally idol's a different world it's completely it's, it's a flip mm-hmm. it's a flip of what your life has been um you're constantly working constantly emotional like it's insane so going home and like you already know the answers to everything when with idol like that you were curious about the entire time it's like so weird but then we had to prep for the idol tour
0: oh then you had to go to tour
1: yeah yeah
0: so it it wasn't all the way over no. Cuz the show was over, but then you had more work to do for Idol. Yeah. They pay you guys good? Uh, uh, Decent. Okay. Decent? <laughs> Decent. Yeah. En- enough to you? It was, it was de- cool. I guess, yeah. Like when I did dancing with the stars tour, they paid me like mm, 1000 bucks a night, I think is what it was. Really? You guys weren't that much?
1: 1000 bucks. Oh, heck to the No, bell. hold on, hold
0: on. It was $10,000 a week. And I, if Well, shoot. If, if you did a full week.
1: Oh my gosh. I think no. that's a lot it was something
0: like that well yeah but i only i only did one week i mean i don't know if that's a lot I did like to you, but... I did like four days but i just wondered if it was an idol tour like that no oh it wasn't <laughs> no. oh. i don't know i have no idea i don't know if
1: no no it wasn't um you, yeah no i'm not an expert on the whole money thing but i know that it wasn't like ten thousand
0: dollars a week i didn't i'm just being like honest you about... lucky
1: some people i don't get that i don't, don't think, I, right I, don't think I made
0: as much as the dancer the, the pro dancers yeah, I think because we were working in shorts, short. But I'd periods. still take that. Well, yeah, and that's and I did. That's I did. not have to do the tour. Yeah, I
1: did. <laughs>
0: yeah. But I was like, yeah, absolutely. Right. I'll hook it up. Right. Okay. So you go. Did you save your money?
1: Did I save it from the tour? Um.
0: Or did you put it all in that jacket?
1: No. You know what I had to do. You have to pay. It's this is a whole thing with the music industry. <laughs> go ahead. Um. You have to pay towards all of your music stuff because this is very expensive so on a tour you have to put money down on a tour for and that's what i did so yeah i did save it from the idol tour and then i ended up putting it on the next tour that i went on right after the american idol tour was over
0: now did you make money back on that tour
1: um i think so yeah you, of you merchandise, know. Yeah. you
0: need, to, you need to start you need to start figuring this stuff out you got a, bit, so. you have a business manager yet yes i do all right you have a good one yeah that He's a me, good one. That for me was tough. I didn't understand the business manager stuff. Now I do, because I like to understand everything.
1: Yeah. I'm not good at math. You have a manager? Do I have a manager? Yep. Yeah. Okay. He's sitting right
0: there. All right, just making sure. <laughs>
1: He's sitting across the room.
0: Do you know the percentage that he gets?
1: Um, No. I feel, I feel like I Go do ahead. know it, but Go I ahead. don't know.
0: Spit it out. What do you think it is?
1: I don't know. Is it like 5, 10, 15? What is it?
0: If it's 5, we need to talk, because I, <laughs> I need to redo my deal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't you're quizzing me on all this math and I failed geometry in math. school this isn't <laughs> this isn't I have people that handle that I can't
0: no, first of all never be that person
1: but it's my dad so I can trust but, my dad with yeah that.
0: absolutely well ooh, sometimes
1: no absolutely. yes there have been a
0: lot of stories about dads. okay here, well here, not my here's dad my, here's my advice to you ready I'm gonna okay. continue my mentorship because I'm in listen I'm in the business too
1: right and you're full you're like full time on this season right
0: Yeah. Not just top
1: twenty four. I'm talking about
0: music and everything. You just you don't have to know everything that's coming in and out when you're so busy, right? You have people to do that, but you need to know what percentages you're paying people.
1: Okay. I will pay attention to it more.
0: Just even in your phone. Like you need to know. Okay, fifteen percent goes to my manager. Was it fifteen? I don't know what yours is. 10%. Is that what yours is? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 10% goes to the agent. I don't know what yours is, but that's mine. Okay. You know, 5% goes to your business manager.
1: Okay. Sucks. Oh, I think that's, I know that one.
0: Yeah, it sucks because all your money's gone. You start mm-hmm. making, you make a dollar and you owe 40 cents to people. But the good yeah. news is, is that they're worth more than that 40 cents. So it's actually a really good investment. But you just need to know that stuff.
1: Okay.
0: You have to know everything. Just someone, someone asks you, what do you pay your manager? That you don't look like a doofus. Because I used to be the doofus. They're like, what do you pay your manager? I don't know, 1%. They'd be like, dang. <laughs> All right, that's note number two. All right. Two things we've learned so far. One, you have to move to Nashville to make it. Okay. Two, you need to know your percentages. Okay. My other the only ever one I've done where I'm like tutoring the person <laughs> during it. Okay, back to you. Okay. So you decide, what do you decide? You're home and you're like, I think I want to make a run in music, like in country music, or do you go, do I want to try Go to college like what what's oh, the, what oh no 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 of course college. Not. what a terrible <laughs> idea Ugh.
1: no i knew that i knew i wasn't going to college before i did american idol because me and my dad had talked about that i told him i said this is plan a and plan b what like, was plan a and plan b uh, to make it in music okay and just this was it this is what i wanted to do for the rest of my life um and so even after american idol i knew already what who i wanted to be like as an artist that was something that even, but going through American Idol definitely reassured me of that, which is country. Um, I always tell people I wanted to be the Whitney Houston of country music, so and that's what I do want to be. So, we'll see if it happens.
0: How many labels have you sang in front of?
1: Labels, um, probably. I'd say like five or six.
0: Have you had some bad bad ones where you go, "Ooh, that one didn't go so well"?
1: Not that I recall thankfully
0: have you had some better than others where you're like oh for sure they want me to sign with them
1: yeah it depends i mean it also depends on like the person's mood of the day like they could be having a bad day and it you know they, they're not in a good mood so it just depends on the day
0: are you recording music right now yes really
1: yes i've been working so hard on music since last year since right after i got off the chris lane tour well actually in between the american idol tour um i talked to carrie underwood on the phone i Called her, because she, after American Idol. I um, hey, name she- drop. I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) You're so cool. Go ahead.
1: ahead. Um, Oh, please. Your contacts in your phone Go ahead. We're not talking about me. Go ahead. (laughs) After American Idol, she reached out to me and said, you know, like, if you need any help with anything or I'm here for you, she gave me her number. I called her. Um, We talked a few times, and I just asked her. I was like, what did you do after American Idol to keep your momentum going? She was like, I would just constantly work. Um, Like, while I was on the American Idol tour, I would constantly work. And I said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Um, so during the American Idol tour, we would have like four shows, five shows in a row. Show, 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 show. We have one day off. I would fly here, record and write, fly back the next day and do the show. So I mean, like any day that I have off, I'm doing something, always music.
0: That's good. I like that about you. Thank you. That's something you really can't teach, a work ethic. If you were doing that, that's good. Yeah, thank you. Because you could have taken the day off and just chilled. Mm-hmm. Probably tired.
1: Yeah, but there's, I think of it as like, how many people want the same thing? You Everyone. Know, how many, and what separates you from other people, though?
0: It's exa- listen, this is what you're coming into a in Nashville. Everybody's really freaking good. Mm-hmm. Everybody's really good. What separates you is the amount of work you put into it. Exactly. It's like the NFL. The, the, the line between super athletic and super, super athletic is so thin, it's the people who put in the work. Yes. But that's good. I didn't know you were doing that. Yep. I, I commend you. Thank you get, you. You get a ribbon after this is over for All right. for doing I that. I get a cookie. I'm, this song here, uh, I hope. Yeah. You wrote with John Knight. Mhm. That's pre- how'd you get that right?
1: Um, through a great mansion <laughs> Okay,
0: because I was like, dang, look at that! You already writing with like good, cool, big songwriters.
1: Yeah, they're really they're really cool. I've You're, gotten to write with a few cool ones.
0: You wrote right. the song with uh, Zachary Kale and John Knight. I'm gonna play a little bit yep. of I Hope. Here we go. Produced by Ross Coverman. Yeah. Woo, woo. Come on. I can't even get these people in the room with me. You? <laughs> Hi, so, you, gotta, you come to town and work with the biggest and the best already.
1: I'm very blessed.
0: Yeah, so what do you, what's it like getting in a room with those guys? What do you do in a writing room? You walk in, you're like, hey, I'm yeah. Gabby Barrett.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I just make sure like everybody's comfortable. I feel like that's such an important thing. Because when you're uncomfortable and, like, I don't know, things just don't click very well and you don't connect and you don't come up necessarily with a good song I, they're the best song that you can come up with so anytime i get into a room i just want to keep writing songs that could blow up um and so we got in that room with john knight and zach kale love them both um we got in that room that day it was on halloween um of last year and uh, we got in the room and we were trying to figure out what we were going to write about and i was like let's write a relationship song they're like okay let's start a song about a guy and a girl you know, they don't work out, but the girl still kind of wishes him well. And I was like, that is not how girls <laughs> think. Towards, like when a guy does this wrong, we don't go, I hope you know, I wish you well. We're like, I hope everything bad happens to you. I hope you get cheated on. Literally the worst thing. I know it sounds rough, but that's how girls are. When you do us wrong, that's why you don't do us wrong. So I wanted to write a song that was like, that was the song that females never got to say to that person. So that when they hear it, they can dedicate it to that that type of person. Um, words that you know they never got to say, but they really did feel.
0: Hmm, it's pretty cool that you switched up like that. Thanks. Yeah, look at you all bitter. You, have a, you that, all that, bitter? <laughs> that that happened to you?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been in a bad relationship before, yeah. so I understand and can relate to girls that have too.
0: Who else you written with? That's cool. Um, I've written. You have to list them all. Give me a couple though.
1: Um, David Garcia, Josh Miller, um, uh. Zach Hale, John Knight, Ross Copperman, um, Josh Kerr.
0: Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's like the, you, heavy hitters, man. Damn, your people must think you're pretty good if they're getting them right with you.
1: That's a good thing. <laughs> that, is,
0: that is a good thing. So, okay, Thank so you're you. here today. Yes. Then what happens? Do you play tomorrow? Do you go back home for like eight months and then come back for another day or what?
1: Go home for eight months? Yeah. Come on now. No, um, no tomorrow I... Um, I'm trying to think of my schedule. Um, tomorrow I have a writing session actually with Zach Hale and two others from 11 to 3. And then I have to record demos on another song that I did.
0: So you get a lot of work done while you're here.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. It's stacked schedule. Is your
0: dad here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, even though you're 18.
1: He is here. Yeah, because you can't, like, he doesn't want to leave me by myself. You can have a, a girl, an 18-year-old girl wandering around. You can. Yeah, but if you had a daughter that was 18, would you want her by herself down here?
0: I mean, I'd like a girlfriend, much less a daughter. Migrate. <laughs> we're we're on way. Work on we're way <laughs> All
1: right. I'm saying if. I'm saying if.
0: I think if she was like, I'm going to go pursue something. College, same thing. If you went to college, he's not with you. I remember having this conversation with you, though, uh, while we were on Idol. Yeah. I was like, eventually, you got to cut the court. Remember that conversation? Yeah, I do. Okay. You don't have to do anything.
1: I know, but he's just—he's very loyal to me, yeah. and so I
0: believe that I'm supposed to be loyal back towards him. I like him; he's a good dude. He is—he's great. I, I like hanging out with him. Yeah. What's he think about all this?
1: Um, he's loving watching it. I mean, he's been a part of it with me since I was just started. He's the reason why I even am where I am, honestly, because he's just been my rock and my support system through it all. He's the one that's given money to get me to shows. He's the one that's given his time. He's the one that's done everything. So I wouldn't be here without him, and he is really my main support system. So he's just enjoying everything.
0: I just give you a hard time because I like you. You know that, right? That's sweet. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Bobby. That's what happens when you Love-hate me. relationship. There's no, there's no hate. There's no <laughs> okay. hate. I'm just Are you kidding. still dating the long-haired dude? Yeah. Uh, Cade. Mm-hmm. Where's he live? Texas still? Mm-hmm. Do you guys see each other ever?
1: Yeah, I just saw him not that long ago. You ever come to town? Um, yeah, we actually come um, quite often together, and we do our own stuff.
0: Did your dad go on your dates with you? No. No,
1: good for that. <laughs> How's that going? You guys good? It's really good. Coming up on a year, so.
0: Dang, it's been a year. You guys year meet on the been show together, I guess, right? Yeah.
1: Yep, and Ryan Seacrest at us in front of everybody.
0: So. We, like, we what? were the
1: first American Idol couple, actually. Some people think like, oh, Maddie and Caleb were the first, but. Me and Kate were the first.
0: Okay, so how does that happen? You go on the show, do you keep it quiet from the producers at first that you guys are kind of like each other?
1: Yes, and then the producers literally just ask you every possible question they can and scan what's been going on. And then they told, I guess they told Ryan Seacrest and he outed it. Because I had no idea when he performed and they, like, he did the whole reveal of everything. I was backstage, like, oh no.
0: No. Oh, you didn't know it was coming.
1: No, because we separated relationship from business. We were like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna put this on the television because we came here to win the competition. We didn't come to have the Bachelorette on. Oh. Um, American <laughs> So because we knew, you know, we knew of Maddie and Caleb too. So we'd always like go out together. So it was just funny. Everything got unwinded though.
0: And you try to keep it secret. Did I try? They, everybody tries, right? Try to. Keep oh, of
1: course. Memory. You keep it on the DL.
0: It's it's crazy the the minors they call them on American Idol yeah you, you guys had your own schedule you yeah had, you had to go first because you couldn't do yeah. you couldn't do the long hours right that'd be pretty cool to be like seventeen and a half and do Idol and not eighteen right because you get all the preferential treatment
1: yeah it was interesting yeah you know now that I, yeah you pointing that out I mean in the beginning, because I turned eighteen while on the show so in the beginning yeah the, during all like the hard parts where people had to like stay super duper long. I got to go back. Um, but then like on the right timing I turned eighteen, so it like it all worked. It was really cool. Did
0: you get nervous on the live shows?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean I when I first started I like I was very fortunate not to get nerves around anybody that I sang, but American Idol absolutely was definitely a challenge because it's like you have so many people telling you like, look at the camera, look at this, pay attention to this, do this, do this, do this. And there's a camera with a red dot. When you see the red dot come up, there's 60 million people watching you. Don't mess up. There's three celebrities that you didn't even think were human beings also watching you and critiquing what you're doing. Don't mess up. It's like, yeah. So it's kind of hard. And then once you get yourself into that mode, it is so hard to get out of. It's like an avalanche. Like it's a snowball. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. You get more nervous. So it was a challenge. I had to keep going back and forth with myself
0: do you watch your social media the whole time
1: did i watch my social media yeah Yeah. it was crazy to see everything to watch it grow yeah it was awesome (laughs) and it's really nice that they stuck with me yeah even after american idol it's really really nice like with i hope seeing that you know just from a straight fan base it shot to 14 on itunes was crazy to me and that mean that just showed me like wow these people are really sticking with me even after american idol which means a lot
0: so they're probably all listening now Hey! What do you want to say to them?
1: I love you guys so much. You have no idea. Thank you so much to everybody that supported me because you have no idea what it means to me and I wouldn't be here without you. It's really all about you guys. Um, anytime I perform, it's about everybody else, not yourself. So, um, Just thank you so much
0: and we're going to do it
1: together. Keep climbing. Madison what are, what Square Garden in do? two years.
0: That's the goal. That's what you used to say. That's what you would say. To me. You, yep. moved the, you moved the timeline back the a little year. bit.
1: We chopped it a year because it was three, okay. but now it's 2019, so it's two.
0: Yeah, you would say, I'm going to play Madison Square Garden. but I'm going to headline in three years. Yeah. So you have two years. Now I have two years. That's the goal. Yep. What is the goal? What do you want to do? Like, if we're back here at my house in a year, and okay. we're in front of the, where are the microphones, where do you want to be?
1: Where do I want to be? Um, I want to, I think it would be so cool to be,
0: Do you hate to the win. headphones? Are you, do you just hate my the headphones? My earring,
1: I have an earring. <laughs> do
0: you have an earring or an earache?
1: I have an earring. Hearing and and it's like pressing against the earring, but it's okay, it's okay. Beauty's pain. Um and okay, next year. I would like to be nominated for um a CMA award. Yeah, I think that would be really, really
0: cool. That would be really cool. I'd like to be nominated for a CMA award.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that'd be really cool. That's a goal of mine for sure, with that's why I'm trying to make the best of best songs. You know what you know I like about you?
0: You have no short there's no short of confidence with you yeah which you have to have you have to you have to have so much confidence to be here all the time you have to be so sure of yourself yeah and then your goals are super high which is great thank you and people may look at you and go gabby you're crazy but the crazy ones are the ones that are just crazy enough to make it yeah because i'm nuts <laughs> yeah and i've always been told oh you're nuts your goals you, you need to They're chill too big. Out. yeah no yeah. no if you don't have goals for yourself yep. nobody else will go big or go home no don't go home <laughs> But, just, but go You've got to go big. Yeah, go big. And or then go
1: home. I mean, if you're not going big, what's the, what are you doing?
0: Well, you learn when it doesn't go right and you keep going big. You don't go home. Okay. Don't pack up your crap and go home.
1: I mean, okay.
0: Unless you're living in Nashville, then go back uh, home. okay. <laughs> All right, listen. It's been good to see you.
1: You too.
0: We did. How long has this been? Half an hour? Yep. Did a half half an hour interview. Okay. How you feel about it? Good. I you know, haven't seen you in a while. I have seen you since the finale.
1: You know, I just said that to my manager coming in. I was like... Was at your door? And I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen him is this American Idol. This is so weird. So. Yeah.
0: I'm growing so much. Am i Am a lot taller? Yeah. yeah. You look a
1: lot different. <laughs> i kidding.
0: I was under my house, bro, before you got here trying to catch a cat. Was <laughs> yeah, a cat that was under my house. And I was crawling really? in the crawl space. And I got I got it out. You did? Yeah. I, you scared it? Yeah, <laughs> scared it out right on the other side of the, the outside. There you go. I yeah, know you think, oh, fancy Bobby. No, you know who gets his own cat in front of the house? Me. There you go. There's no butler that does that. I, I do that. Where <laughs> they at? Yeah, there's no butler. No, no. Mike D's the closest thing. Yeah, not yet. No. Uh, Listen, it's good to see at Gabby Barrett underscore right? G a b b y. Yep. B a r r e t t. Yes, sir. Underscore. Underscore. Why the underscore? Does someone already have Gabby Barrett? Yes. And you can't buy it from them. Right. Did you try? No. Oh, I tried. They won't sell me Bobby Bones. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you try to buy Gabby Barrett?
1: I'm gonna look into it. I have never tried that yet, so we'll see.
0: All that money you got from the Idol tour.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but does an underscore really make like a huge difference? Well, yeah,
0: it's just easier to go at Gabby Barrett.
1: <laughs> Than the underscore that's right after it.
0: All right, I've had enough of you. Fair enough. All right. I
1: love you, Bobby. I'm she just joking. Finished, I'm joking.
0: In a year, come back, we'll talk about your CNA okay. or ACM nomination. All right. right? Sounds like plan. Uh, let's see. You, by the way, you have se- You know I forgot to bring up? You have seven brothers and sisters, right? Yes, I do. Because you, you brought like half of them to my show. Yes. Yeah, and I was like, Yeah, at, yeah, like look at all these kids, Absolutely. look at all these folks.
1: Yeah, because I was, I'm a big fan of you, so I was like, you guys have to come. We all are big fans of you. We all would listen to you, so oh, it was yes. really cool. And well, it's really cool even being back here. So thank you very much. Yeah. All
0: right, Gabby Barrett. There we go. We'll see you soon. All right. All right check out. I hope. And you're gonna put other other music out. I'm assuming. Yes. It's this new not music last.
1: coming very soon. This is not your last song ever. No. You're saying that within now. the next few weeks, you'll hear a new song.
0: All right. There we go. Gabby Barrett. Everybody. Episode 160. Thank you. T E C O V A S dot com. You can probably spell it. You probably know it. Ticovas com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today.